Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We're here to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. And today is a monumentous or stupendous occasion let's call it actually as it is the night one of wrestlemania review i'm here with crusty hello everybody i'm back i'm a little bit rough still but i didn't want to miss this uh special mania podcast so yeah i'm excited to get stuck in and and, then talk about it yeah me too literally i only just finished watching the show about half an hour ago so fresh in my mind as well which is great still buzzing a bit um Keeney's not with us today he hasn't managed to watch it all yet so um, he's not stupendous hopefully enough. he'll join us on the night two pod <laughs> when we get around to recording that um yeah but yeah we're literally just going to run through the full card talk about the matches and uh go from there really and uh so we'll start with there was nothing on the pre-show which was a bit of a surprise I was expecting New Day versus Seamus and Ridge to be on this um, yeah. but the match got bumped apparently I'm not sure if it's being moved to tonight's show or if it's just been cancelled I feel a bit bad for them in that case yeah um, so we can talk about that briefly but yeah no no pre-show two hours match. of two hours of no match yeah I didn't watch the pre-show because you'd already watched ahead of me and said there was nothing on it so yeah I didn't nothing, bother nothing um, if there's no wrestling anyway. on it I'm not going to watch it no, <laughs> um, yeah a bit of a shame but so, so we opened the show with a bit of a surprise match for me to start. I was expecting maybe one of the women's title matches, big matches to open the show. Um, but we got uh, the Usos versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs opening up. Um, what did you make of it? Um, I'll be honest, this wasn't quite as um, entertaining as I wanted. Um, when I think of Usos, I'm thinking of their sort of old New Day matches. Um, Obviously, they've had some baggers in the past with Street Profits and people like that. And this didn't quite get going. I don't know whether maybe Boogs had a bit of a niggle early on um, in his knee, which was causing him to sort of not hold back slightly. Um, <clears throat> it was okay, but for a Mania match opening as well, you just wanted it to be a bit crazy. But as we saw a little bit further on into the match, Boogs sort of went down on his knee when he had mm. both Usos on his back, which to be honest, at first I didn't think, I thought that was part of the match. I didn't think he'd actually hurt himself. Yeah, same for a second. I thought they were just playing, oh, like they're doing the old, uh, the old like handicap match and then Boogs is going to come back at the end and yeah, and save the day kind of thing when Nakamura can't handle being beaten up by two guys. 
Yeah. Uh, but no, it was a legit injury. They they announced it later on in the show, which is a bit of a shame. And I think it ruined the match a little bit because yeah. I think this would have been, a, I think this could have been a really good match had yeah. that not happened. I think it was just getting into gear. Yes. Um, and there were some decent spots up, on it. it. Like um, there was some really good wrestling with Nakamura and the Usos, but obviously they couldn't then do that second hot tag back to yeah. Boogs, which I was expecting them to do. Um, he did well, kick I have out a feeling a... he was going to, he was just about to get going because I, I reckon the Usos were on his back and I think he was going to squat with them on his back. That was the plan, I think. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, which the crowd would have gone wild for. Such a shame because Boogs has had such a sort of steady rise to stardom, hasn't he? And uh, it's kind of got to the pinnacle and then, dropped at the hurdle unfortunately which is a real shame yeah it's a real shame and i don't know if they changed the result on the fly of this or whether this was the it did feel a little bit like it didn't it um mm. but i guess i, I personally really had nakamura it. and boogs to win the match me too um, yeah. and i know you did as well a few people did it was half and half in our predictions league um i think it was a hard one to call so i'm not 100 sure but yeah nakamura did still kick out of a because i thought at first that was going to be it when nakamura um kicked out of a super kick and a splash i thought oh is that what we're getting but nakamura kicked out of that but then not long after that got hit by the 1d and that was that yeah. was the end of it um which was a bit unfortunate i, I feel like it was just getting going nakamura you know, like i say the actual wrestling they did was good but i feel like it was cut short a bit yeah and that didn't and obviously it's a shame the open of a match <clears throat> opener of the show someone yeah. gets injured I felt a bit worse um, at, at the time I was a bit disappointed but then when I found out boots was actually injured yeah um <clears throat> i was a little bit more lenient on it and i think the rest of the show after that was so good that it, to be honest oh, if this I've is the worst point it, yeah. if this is the worst point <clears throat> of the show like which it probably was for me yeah like then i'm not that fussed like no, it, it was horrendous and it opened then bad but it was just a little bit short of it was a good smackdown match is what really what it was yeah, not it could a have been on smackdown but i guess as we say we don't know what would have happened after with boogs no. um at the no, time, I don't. didn't think it was an injury. But yeah, not, not a bad match. But then we go straight into <clears throat> potentially uh, sort of unknown whether it was going to be a good match or not. Drew versus Baron Corbin. Yeah, this is um, one of those that I thought was going to be a good match itself because they're both good wrestlers, but they just had no heat going into it. Like the feud yeah. is just dead. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been going on a long time, hasn't it? Yeah, the, the stuff. Of, but I think because the crowd weren't really into this at the start and I think they felt a bit flat after the, the opener anyway. Yeah. But by the end of this, I felt like they were really into the match, which was good. And I think that mm. was that was a good sign of the work that they did in this match. It was a slow um, burner. First sort of five yeah. minutes wasn't much to it. No, then, Corbin was they, just they doing they his heel stuff, didn't they? Slow, you know, it was yeah. slow, methodical. Um yeah, and then but once once it got going, it was good. Madcock Moss was adding to it a little bit on ringside. Obviously, he distracted Corbin at one point, and that's when Drew started turning the match around because Corbin didn't want him on the ring apron. Um, yeah, the the biggest thing I guess of this match really was the fact that at the end of days got kicked out of. Yeah, that, that the was the first person. I was kind of expecting that to happen here because I hadn't been done before and I thought... I know Keeley's not going to be happy because he, he really did not want it to ever be kicked out of, did he? No, but um, if someone's going to do it, I think Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania, like yeah. if they just did it on a random SmackDown match, I'd be like, why? Yeah. But you know, <laughs> it makes a WrestleMania moment um, and this match needed something because there was nothing special otherwise to it. No, apart um, from Drew at the end after yes. he got the win. So Drew got the win. Um 
by hitting the claymore. Massive pop from the crowd. The three-two-one. Yeah, that, then, that's always uh, going to be over. Still, true. Hits the swings his sword at the rope and snaps both both top ropes. Um, I did actually see in the replay that sword bent, so I don't actually think it's a um, <clears throat> unless it was the camera making the effect. I don't think it's a proper. I don't heavy sword. I don't think it's a proper heavy sword. It, I don't look, think... it looks it. They've done some good effects with it, but yeah, yeah. I saw it flex. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it yeah, is. Bit of a random spot, but it, no, it was it cool. I was thought it was a cool thing made to a end massive it with. bang. <laughs> and they've kind of been playing into the sword the whole way through the feud, so it made yeah, sense yeah. that they ended it with a spot with the sword involved. So I didn't mind that. But yeah, some good but... wrestling here. Uh, like Corbin nearly hit the end of days earlier on, and uh, Drew headbutted him, and then went for a claim or missed it. And that's when he eventually did it at the end of days, got yeah. that two count. And from that point, sort of that sequence there was really, really good. And yeah. after that, I thought it was, it, you know, it was pretty good for what it was. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a good match. I, I, I want them to see, I want to see Corbin used more in ring. Not yeah, because just... they talk about him being unbeaten, but how many matches has he actually had? Has happened He's had Corbin? next to nothing, really. Like three, probably. Yeah, it's <laughs> really know. low. But Moss does a lot of wrestling. Match. And Moss is fine, but... Um, yeah, I think they need to to move on with what they're doing with Corbin. And they definitely need to move on from this feud. If they carry it on, I'll be amazed. Yeah, um, please Hopefully don't. now yeah. Drew moves on to maybe maybe now you can move Drew into a title programme after Mania. We'll see what happens tomorrow uh, tonight, of course, with um, the Universal title. But I think it wouldn't surprise me if Drew sort of feuding, feuds with Roman or Brock or someone going into the summer rather than the mid-card, because I think he deserves a bit better than that. And Corbin could do with a fresh feud. Maybe, you know, feud Corbin with like Ricochet for the IC title or something like that. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Give Corbin maybe a, a title yeah, that'd be cool. at some point. He hasn't really had that, has he? No, not whenever he's had anything of any merit, he's, he's always flopped with it. It's yeah. like when he won money in the bank and never actually got to, it in. to cash yeah. it in and win. Um, he, he did okay, I guess, with the Andre the Giant win. Compared to most, yeah, because that was but... well, that was when he came from NXT to the main roster, so that was a really good, yeah. that was a really good way to start his main roster push. But yeah, it's Apart everything seems to fall a little he bit could short. Do with a title, couldn't he? Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind him having like an intercontinental title around or something yeah. like that. I'm just thinking of feuds Ricochet uh, heels like that Ricochet could feud with. On yeah, that could be quite a good idea, and actually, he's someone yeah. that makes sense to me. Um, Their wrestling styles would complement really well as well. Yeah, the high flyer with mixed with the powerhouse. Yeah, so we'll see where we'll see where it moves on to. But yeah, that was um, that, I got into that match, and then what really surprised me was the next one, yeah, um, Mysterio's uh, versus Logan Paul and The Miz. This after the other two had happened, I was like, God, why don't we go into the big matches? You save yeah. them all for the end. That's what I was kind of thinking. I was That's like, what God, it felt this... like, didn't it? And I was like, Oh, this is this this hasn't been a great like it's been an okay start, but not anything special. But then this match really shocked me. Um, by just how, how good it was and how the crowd were into it as well. Um, Straight away, Logan Paul's in <clears throat> being a heel, isn't he? I mean, he comes down with a Pokemon, a really expensive <laughs> Pokemon card in a chain around yeah, his neck. He does such an idiot. The rarest he's... Pikachu or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, he does make me laugh. Yeah, he's he's fit this role so well. He's, he has fit this ro- ro- role really well, hasn't he? Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, the um, Mysterio's got a like, nice entrance, I thought, here as well. Um, yeah, but I think Logan Paul 
I had a feeling he would be good because I know him and his brother. They do. They've done fighting. They've done <clears> boxing. They've done. They've done other things as well, haven't they? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, so they're, I, they're athletes, aren't they? So I knew he would, and he, I knew he'd have trained his ass off for this. So I did think, oh, he could be good. Like even though he, yeah. people don't like him, I had a feeling he'd be decent, and I thought he really impressed in this match. Oh um, yeah, he, he really showed me that he actually he could wrestle. He's obviously trained well, as you said. Um, it, when he's sort of um, doing his heel bits and bobs. Um, it was incredible. I mean, there was a, a noteworthy bit where he, he, I mean, he started with like a big slam, which although mm. is simple to a wrestler, to a non-wrestler, that can be quite a difficult move to protect your opponent. And he, yeah. he hit it perfectly. There was some cool top rope move he did as well. Um, not the frog splash, but yeah. And and then when he really got going, didn't he? He started mimicking um, Eddie Guerrero. Guerrero and yeah, did the three amigos. <laughs> the were hating him. Yeah, yeah. the fact that I he hit the three amigos, which I thought it was really, really good, didn't they? Yeah, and then he, the frog splash. Just nothing he did looked like he wasn't a wrestler. Like if you didn't know who he was or didn't yeah. know wrestling, and he just t- turned this on as a casual fan and was saw this tag team match, you wouldn't go. This guy's not a wrestler. He no. he, he, he fitted in. Um, yeah, I thought I thought it was really good. Dom and Ray were good in this match as well. Uh, Ray's hot tag was flying around the ring. His, him oh, and Mitch had some really good chemistry. Um, the crowd. Good, I think they were good opponents. I think they were good well. opponents for um, yeah. for uh, Logan Paul to have because he could kind of throw Ray around a little bit and he could fly and and then that. And Dom, even though he's inexperienced, Dom, he he did impress me a bit here. I thought he had a good match. Some good dives to the outside and he did a corkscrew one at one point. It was quite good. Yeah. Um, but what surprised me more than anything, actually, was the surprise, the result of the match, and not just the result of the match, but who got the pin and on who. Yeah, it was Miz pinning Ray because I thought if if they would have won, I would have gone for Logan Paul to get the pin. Yeah, and poss- probably on Dominic as well um, to protect Ray. But no, they they had it happen here. So Ray, um, <coughs> they did a six one nine and splashed uh, Logan Paul. Yeah. Miz broke up the pin by sort of throwing dirt. Dom onto, yeah, yeah, and threw Dom onto Ray. And then Miz just hit the skull for crushing finale on um, on uh, Ray and won. So, yeah, that's, that shocked me a little bit. Um, and then the afterwards, angle. of course, yeah, I wasn't expecting that either. No. No, so Logan Paul sort of comes over to celebrate and Miz then hits him with the skull crushing finale. Um, I, I can see a couple of angles are going for here. Maybe Miz is thinking, well, I didn't actually need you. You were going to lose the match. I came in and did all the work. Um, yeah. And also, I, I think this is going to then go to maybe backlash. If, if they had a couple of matches out of Logan Paul, maybe it will continue to that. I, I could see them maybe going to SummerSlam because I don't think Logan Paul is going to be like you don't a weekly big team. enough. Hmm. Yeah, I think they, I don't, well, I don't think he'll stick around on like weekly shows for a long time. I think maybe we'll have Miz go. <laughs> The, the Miz, it wouldn't surprise me if the Miz Ray feud continues. You get something like Ray versus Miz at Backlash, and yeah. then at Backlash, like uh, Logan Paul maybe returns and helps Ray beat Miz or something That'd like that. That'd be a good idea. And yeah. then you set it up for SummerSlam. Yeah, because you can just have promos. So I think that Miz could be a promo in, in the ring on his own, video packages for Logan yeah. Paul would yeah. work nicely, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. You can have Miz set fire to some Pokemon cards or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I thought, I thought it would be really good. And yeah, I wanted to as well to give Miz a lot of credit because he works in 
with he worked with Bad Bunny last year yeah. at Mania, and he worked here with Logan Paul. I mean, obviously on opposite ends, he was against Bad Bunny last year with Logan Paul, but he makes these celebrity matches work. Um, and I just think, like in recent years, I was thinking about it afterwards. Miz hasn't missed in terms of Mania matches. He's had this one here, which was great. He had yeah. the Bad Bunny match, obviously with Damien Priest and John Morrison involved last year. He had Miz and Shane, that over delivered. Yeah, yeah. Had the triple threat with um, Balor and Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental title a few years ago as well. Like, there are, I think that's four of maybe the last five years. Miz has had really good WrestleMania matches. And I think that kind of, he deserves a bit more acknowledgement for that because I don't feel like people talk about him at all. Like, he's always on the Mania card and he always has a good match on it, I think. Yeah, no, no, he's good. It's, it's just, he's just not quite at the absolute peak, is he? No. But I think, it, I think in big does. matches, though, he, did, he does deliver. Yeah, I think definitely. He, he's not like yeah. your weekly bell to bell going to put on classic matches, but I think when you put him in a, in a on a big stage, yeah, I think he's, he's, a, he's a safe pair of hands for for definite. Definitely, and the stories he sells are just great majority of the time. Yeah. So before the next match, we got a, a little um, Stephanie McMahon speech. I was thinking, what's she doing on this? And she was kind of <laughs> rambling on for a little bit, and I was like. Okay, let's just move on. But she introduced, I thought it was worth mentioning, she introduced uh, Gable Stevenson to the crowd. Now, I'm pretty sure he's going to be debuting on Raw tomorrow night, I think. Um, but yeah, big moment for him. And I feel like he's someone they're going to push immediately. He's already been drafted to Raw. He was drafted back in whenever it was, October. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that was mad. Um, so he's going to be on Raw. And I think he'll be on Raw maybe Monday night. I maybe he won't good. wrestle. But I, yeah, well, he's got that background. So he shouldn't need yeah. too much too much wrestling work but obviously no. i have no idea what he's like on a microphone i've never heard him talk um i don't know and and plus uh, you know that style of wrestling is different to wwe yeah wrestling. um it gives you a great background i mean people like you look at people like uh kurt angle chad kurt gable angle, chad gable bobby lashley yeah. was part like yeah. you know people like that like they're normally pretty pretty good but um dolph ziggler as well doesn't take long for them to sort of yeah. adapt does it so yeah Wish him the best of luck. Hopefully, he's um, he can fill fill a gap. I would like to see him debut in the in the Alpha, come into the Alpha Academy. I think that makes all the sense yeah. in the world to me. Him coming into them with, yep. that, with Chad Gable's background and their gimmick yeah, and the way Gable. they are and Gable and, and Gable. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing. I, I do think Chad Gable might get his name changed again. As long as it's not Shorty G, then uh, I'm alright with it. I think they can work it. I think they can call them the Gable Society or something <laughs> silly like that. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, oh, that's what I would do purely because I think it fits. And then you're hiding him in a faction. So if he is a little bit raw, a little bit green in the ring, yeah, and you can, um, you've got Chad Gable working with him and Otis. So yeah. I think that would work well. Um, so yeah, nice little moment there. But then we moved on to the women's um, feud, the women's raw women's title match. Yeah, and uh, yeah, what did you make of it? Ah, oh, I've been waiting for this. This build I think has been spot on. Um, it's been building since well, last SummerSlam where Becky beat Bianca yep. with a, that horrendous, very quick manhandle slam. But I guess all of that, the work that's gone in since then, makes that disappointment worth it. Yes, um, exactly. We had a it's huge a entrance from both. Um, I love the entrances here. Becky yeah, had some cool, like, it was like the start of WWE. You know, like when they, they, go, they come in on the TV and they show, like, all the different... Um, 
tv screens like walking through a picture it was like a video game it's crazy yeah i loved yeah. it like she really highlighting how big she is like a real highlight reel and then she comes in in that massive car yeah. shows how big the stage is the fact they drove a car on and it still looks small mm. um that crazy cool. makeup as well she had on um yeah it looks yeah, it was fantastic hair and everything yeah, and then Bianca, of course, had a, a great little band introducing her, yeah. playing her music. I thought that was great as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they felt big time. Oh, no, yeah, it, it felt like a bets. huge match, didn't it? I was it so did. excited for this. Yeah. Crowd were going absolutely crazy here. And then straight off the bat, we get Manhandle Slam. Yeah, they teased into KOD's that story you were talking team. about as well, like yeah. where, obviously, Becky hit the Manhandle Slam and won in six seconds. Yeah. And she did a Manhandle Slam straight away and nearly won. Yeah. Um, they played into that, which I thought was great. And the kick out w- was like the tiniest bit away from free. Yeah, it Bianca was. They timed that so well. Yeah. Um, imagine it made you almost up. believe that it was going to be another. I honestly squash. thought it was like, going to happen. Oh my again. God. And that was it. Yeah. Um, so, um, we're mad spots. I mean, Bianca showing again her athleticism. She hit a 540 splash, but off the second rope. So, it wasn't even off the top rope. So, mm. the the sort of the amount of um, power it must take to, to to make that many flips in that sh- in that small amount of space, she's yeah. insane. I mean, I mean, we know how good she is in ring, but also I thought Becky looked phenomenal tonight. She yeah. didn't. She she made no mistake. She looked incredible in ring. Uh, we know her and promo works probably second to none, but in the ring, wow, she was. So she good. she also did some new stuff that I haven't seen her do before. Like she did a spinning move off the turnbuckle where she kicked her in the face and. And things like that. She oh, did that hurt that. Bianca. Did you see that? It looked like it hurt, yeah. It, it, I think the boot hit her in the nose. And I was like, ah. And you could see she was a bit dazed by it. Mm. I was like, ouch, that looks sore. But yeah, she did a few, a few cool things. She even attempted a moonsault, didn't she? Yeah, she did stuff she's not done before. They really brought the, their A game here. They did, they did a couple of each other's moves as well. I noticed Bianca did the disarmor near the start of the match as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, they used the set steps. They were suplexing on the outside. They used the, they used the whole sort of ring and ring area really, really well in this match. I honestly and, couldn't uh, tell the, during this. I didn't know who was going to win. It was that back and forth. It was really entertaining. Um, yeah, and then a really cool sort of end segment with Bianca managing to backflip out of the out of the manhandle slam by using the turnbuckle, which I thought was really clever. Um, not and that KOD looked awesome as well. The way oh, she yeah. hit, hit it really quickly, yeah. Um, and really hard, it looked, looked really powerful. And I was just like, This is this is awesome. And the crowd, all you saw when they got her up, all the crowd yeah. like stood up. Um, that move's gonna that move's so like popular now. Um, it's good because it's a it's a quick pop, isn't it? It's like bang, there you go, yeah. yeah. And then we had the one, two, three, and yeah. uh, yes, which and I, I doubted this. So stoked about, we are so we all, stoked. All of us three on the on here had the um, had Bianca to win, but I think we all doubted it because I know Kinney said it as well. Like we thought that maybe Becky would win, and then maybe they would do this match again, and Bianca would put her hair on the line um, to get a, you know in desperation to get another title shot, and then she would win it. Um, but they didn't do that. They decided to put the belt on Bianca here and give her two big mania moments in a row, which shows you how high they are on her. As, as a wrestler because they don't often give people back-to-back top title wins like that. It doesn't happen very often. So good. I'm really pleased, really happy about that. 
yeah. and the, I was high off of that. I, I thought this was just incredible. Yeah, this, this is where this is the point of the show where, like, after the Miz thingy match, I was like, oh, that was great. Then I watched this match, I was like, oh, this is getting this is stupendous yeah. now. This stupid, uh, it, is, it was stupendous, yeah. and then the anticipation. WWE aren't paying us to say this either. Really. The stupid, <laughs> yeah, I wish they were. The, the stupendous <laughs> anticipation kicked in then when yeah. I realised who was on next. Yeah, well, this is Seth where Rollins. my heart started going a bit mad. We've shaking. we've been discussing this for months, haven't we? Really? Yeah. Well, weeks. Sorry, because we didn't know this match was going to happen, but we were discussing for months. Firstly if and how Cody Rhodes was going to come into WWE. And yes. then this, the rumours started that Seth didn't have a, an opponent. And is Cody going to be this guy? And we were still doubtful. Yeah, we? because I mean, in the last few days, there's been various different reports of Cody might not sign. He might back out. It might be someone else. And then they might debut him later, like at Raw. And they might put like The Undertaker just to come out and tombstone Seth or something like that. Or even yeah. Gable Stevenson was rumoured. Shane McMahon was rumoured. Like... It made me doubt it. So I think uh, what I think happened is WWE deliberately threw people off the scent by yeah. sending out some fake report. They, you know, it's a good tactic. I think they said, yeah, code in my old Shane Mac though, if he actually wasn't, <laughs> if he actually wasn't backstage reading that from home going, Oh, I'm rumored to be at WrestleMania. And he's just at home crying into his seat. <laughs> I something. believe he was there uh, backstage anyway, over the weekend. I think he comes uh. from, I think he's always at the Hall of Fame. You know, that, the, the Hall of Fame's a very big... Everyone yeah. goes, don't they? Um, but yeah, I, I was... When Rollins come out, the anticipation really hit me. I've not been so, like, excited to oh, see what happens, but I was nervous as well, because I was like, if I hear Here Comes the Money or something, <laughs> I'm going to be devastated. Because I've been money. building myself up. <laughs> not Nothing against Shane McMahon, but it's just you've got to announce that. If, that, if that's the case, building, you've got to we? announce it. Yeah, and... You know, it was right but bang in the middle of the show as well. We, and I was like, the lights went out and it, they held that suspense, didn't they? They held it so long. I was like, come and on. Seth was playing this brilliantly as well. Yeah. He was he's like, so come on, who is it? I want to know who it is. And he looked great. He, his outfit was amazing. Like his whole entrance. And you could hear the crowd, a lot of them oh. chanting Cody. Like, and I was just like, please do not piss me off here. Yeah, this show's really starting to pick up. Now, the best thing go. ever happened though, didn't it? You yep. just hear the first thing you hear. Wrestling has more than one royal family. Yeah, <laughs> that, that I got goosebumps when that happened. Yeah, um, that's incredible. Uh, uh, it's hard to explain how big that is. That Cody Rhodes has come as AEW board of directors or whatever he was um, from AEW to WWE to wrestle at WrestleMania with his entrance, with his ring gear, the mm. full AEW. They called him the American Nightmare. He yeah. had the logo, the logo they put on the screen was the Cody Rhodes American Nightmare logo. There was nothing different about him. It was exactly how he's Incredible. presented. And Incredible. And uh, yeah, it was great to see. It wasn't because... even a pop from me. I was just like, speechless I, was like, I don't know what to do this is incredible and you could tell when when cody was coming out i mean he looked so like happy and proud of himself oh, but also yeah. seth was like giddy like he yeah, was like this yeah. is amazing what a moment because even if you know you're going to lose the match it's sometimes it's not about winning or oh, losing. What it's a about moment, creating though. a moment and That's seth a historic now has moment isn't it yes yeah. you're not in a title match or anything like that but you are creating history here yeah um the first sort of AEW traitor 
<laughs> of, of note has come over. Yeah, um, exactly. But, the first big name for sure that's left AEW and defo. signed and for then, WWE. They must have known they had to bring a banger here, didn't they? They couldn't let because I think you could see the crowd, even though they were excited at first, they were some were probably a bit skeptical. But then you got halfway through, those cheers were massive. The Cody chants were going up. Yeah. Um, this is awesome was going out. And you had Seth again and again coming out with these amazing lines. Mm. Um Welcome to the big leads bitch. That's it. Welcome said. to the big league bitch. And then he and he, he fired out another one, didn't he? Yeah. A bit later on. Um my company, my industry. He yeah. he's just <laughs> fire. Um, yeah, it was it was and the match itself was really good as well. I'm glad they gave it time to breathe. I was thinking maybe like they might just come out, he'll hit a couple of crossroads and pin him. And I was like, I hope they don't do that. I hope we get a full thing is they match. needed to show the non like fat, the fans that don't watch both brands, because we obviously know and love Cody Rhodes in ring um, mm. from AEW. But there's a lot of WWE fans who would have gone, I barely know who this guy is, or they'd have seen rumors. But mm. that match would have then thought, oh yeah, this guy's he's the yeah. ticket, he's spot on. And the it? presentation of him, like like you say, because it was the AEW presentation was perfect as well here and it just the match really got going it started slow but it didn't mind because i think sometimes these big matches where the crowd are just going yeah. don't make, i don't think you want to throw full pelt straight no, away no, you've no, got no. to build to it and i think they're just then looking around he did the stardust taunt did you notice that <laughs> he did the little flip and the woo thing that stardust yeah, so did. Did. Yeah, was quite early I was like, on, wasn't it? yeah and he's doing that it was like this is this is brilliant um <laughs> Yeah, it's really so technical stuff from both wrestlers. They they really complement each other, don't they? They really did complement each other. I think um, Cody was legitimately hurt a little bit in this match as well. His ribs, I think he got a kick in the ribs where early on and he was a bit winded, not not injured. I don't think they just, held back. I think they didn't. there's matches where I think some of them, some of the wrestlers say, right, I just want you to hit me with this so it sells. Like the buckle bomb to the outside yeah. <laughs> that was mad and i always cringe when i see that because that's where finn tore yes, his shoulder. I, was, I always think of finn balor when i see that movie he now. landed in a big heap didn't he he, yeah. he was absolutely annihilated imagine if that had happened again like the, oh, the first you God. know that was balor's first match and on the main I roster think balor, he, he tried to really break his fall didn't he with his arms backwards i think yeah. now the opponents just sort of let let them launch let seth launch him onto the barricade and trust him um, yeah, and he got so much like good counters in here. I love the bit where they were counted from the pedigree. They were both hitting the pedigree. Oh yeah, um, and the crowd were going nuts for it. Um, and then he hit that. You hit a um a power bomb out of the pedigree, which I know we've seen him do it before in AEW, but it was just so cool and smooth. Um, yeah, Cody did. He sort of went to almost like saying, "No, I'm not giving it to you yet." Um, but I'm glad there was a pedigree hit, sort of as homage to Triple H. Yes, and, and it plays into the Cody stuff as well, because he nearly did it so many times in AEW, and he did the sledgehammer to, you know, he's always had digs at Triple H, and I just thought, this, this is perfect. You've got to do one in this match. Yeah. Um, I, Dustin Rhodes actually tweeted saying, fuck the pedigree. <laughs> 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 to really? play into it even more, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, like... Yeah, so he was obviously watching it like proud. Um, I did see a couple of his tweets actually saying he was like, you know, he's loving it. Um, but yeah, the Cody did it as well. We did a Cody cutter, like an RKO oh, off the turnbuckle. So um, good. There was so much good wrestling. Kick outs of, there was like a, a, a constant um, stomp and crossroads near misses. It was like all over the place. It was so quick. It was just amazing. I, I couldn't fault this match. Um, 
I think it's a bold one, but I think this is my match of the night. I agree with you, yeah. Um, I agree. With you. Even I think, without the build to it. I think the, the story and the hype of it made it made it better. Like yeah. it was probably as good as Bianca and Becky in yeah. terms of in-ring quality. Definitely. But, but the the shock factor and the, the presentation and just like the wow bit of it means that it put it over the edge, really. Um, but yeah, I loved I loved the finish as well. Cody hit two crossroads. Yeah. Then guts up, does his dad's move, the the uh, punches and the bionic elbow. That was really cool. And then hits a third crossroads. Um, Seth had already kicked out of one earlier, so he hit four in this match um, in total. Um, <laughs> Seth took them beautifully as well. Yeah, and then left him. Yeah, just and then pinned him. And then Seth kind of looked shell shocked at the end. And you know, I, I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to Raw on Monday to hear what Cody has to say to explain himself coming back talk about the feud and i'm Very really excited what... as well to see what <laughs> seth says about this because he wasn't expecting cody he, his storyline is going to be he's not expecting cody Rhodes. yeah you know and I, yeah i just think it was um it was almost perfect this it was brilliant fantastic fantastic can't fault it whatsoever um, so next match was ronda charlotte i was just i was just going to talk about the hall of fame equipment age oh yeah of course yeah yeah go for it so we had under so we had all the Hall of Famers um, coming out. Obviously, Undertaker being the main one, um, come out and just uh, did his entrance. Um, I watched the Hall of Fame yesterday. It was, uh, well, I didn't watch all of it. This is two and a half hours long. It's too much for me to watch people talking <laughs> and telling stories. But yeah, it was in the, the bits I I really enjoyed Taker and Vince's stuff on that show. Um, you had all the guys come out. You had. Um, Shad's wife and son come out, which was nice. You had, you know, they got there to stand on the stage at WrestleMania. You had uh, obviously the Steiner brothers, Charmel, um, Vader's family. You know, it was a really nice, really nice little moment for them. And obviously the Taker bit was the main event. Like he gets his send off in front of 77,000 people. And maybe we won't see Taker again now for quite a while um, because, you know, that, that's the nice way for him to go out. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that's probably it now, isn't it? For his wrestling. Yeah, and even just appearances. You know, he's not going to, I don't think he's going to wrestle, but even just appearances, because he used to just appear sometimes. Mm. You know, he'd come on, just randomly come on SmackDown and say, rest in peace, and then that'd be it. Like, <laughs> for no reason whatsoever, I've had to crowd. <laughs> but I think now, that like, now he's had his Hall of Fame induction, I don't think we'll see him for a while. Um, yeah, you couldn't have a stupendous stupendous uh, Wrestlemania without uh, I couldn't do that then my throat gave in uh, you couldn't have a stupendous <laughs> Wrestlemania without Taker so yeah great great place for him to retire at really I know he's retired before but that's kind of seen in the deal isn't it <clears throat> yes right yeah so let's now move on to Ronda versus Charlotte I know you've got some stuff to say about this match so I'll let okay. you take the floor on this one. I wasn't start. as big on this. I'm excited, obviously, because it's Ronda Rousey. I know Charlotte's a good wrestler, but I haven't been as big on the build for this one, especially no. compared to Becky and Benair. I mean, the match was good. The wrestling was was really good. It was just that I wasn't quite sold on it. But, I mean, Ronda did some really good takedowns. She reversed the figure eight. Um, but I didn't, like. I mean, I didn't mind the fact that the ref got taken out. But straight away, I was a bit put off because Charlotte got put into the arm bar and she was tapping like instantly, instantly. Yeah. Which she wouldn't do if the ref was up, which no. annoys me. It's like, sell it properly. Just leave it a couple of seconds and then tap as if you didn't know the ref. Yeah. 
I hate it when that happens because it well, happens every time. Because there's no ref. There's you ref know bump. there's no ref. So just scream or something. I don't know. But then, I, I don't know what happened here. Charlotte like did a crappy big boot to Ronda and then got the free cam. I was like, what? It is like odds. a move you Ronda do at the start of a match. Um, I mean, Charlotte I said, has beaten people with a big boot, but you don't expect it to be Ronda Rousey. It looked awful, though. Yeah, uh, it, it didn't even look particularly convincing, did it? It wasn't no, the best one. It was like a rubbish big boot. Um, I was a bit disappointed with that. It's a shame because it was the match I wasn't really that bothered about anyway. And then the finish just let it down a little bit. I mean, it wasn't awful. It's just remember how big the rest of these matches have been. Yeah. How big Becky versus Belair was. And it was fantastic all the way through. Um, it's just a bit of a shame to sort of bring it down with that, which it's fine. It was a good it was a good match and things like that. It's just, a, it would have been the perfect, almost the perfect um, Ross, um, yeah, perfect card if, if this would have ended slightly differently. I wouldn't have even minded Ron, uh, Charlotte winning like she did. I was shocked with Charlotte. You could have hit her an actual shocked me. I thought she might have kicked him and then hit a natural selection or something like that because she was on the floor. So Yeah, yeah. If they'd hit a natural selection after the big boot, then, still would have been a shock. So. It would have been a shock, but it would have felt like a big, better finish. A real one. Um, yeah, I thought the match was good itself. It was quite slow-paced. Obviously, there was a lot of submissions in this. There was ankle locks. There were, you know, there was a lot of submissions in this. Um, but there were some good, there were some good moments. Um, I did think there were some sloppy moments as well in this. Um, there, there was the moonsault that Charlotte went to hit, and I don't think Ronda was positioned properly. So she kind of just didn't do it. And they said, it kind of said, oh, she didn't get any of that because uh, she kind of just didn't do the move. And there's a couple, but it felt, it felt in a way that helped the match because it felt like a real fight at times yeah. um, because they were just kind of moving Definitely. into into move to move like quite weirdly. Like there was some slams and stuff that you don't see normally in a match because they didn't look as clean and as smooth, but they felt like a real fight, if you know what I mean. Yeah, there was some bits that I, I liked actually. Like there was a huge spear on Ronda um, and I, I think love the spear it, on the ref. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, poor old ref. I think Ronda's a really good opponent in the fact that she probably lets you really hit her because she's used to yeah taking a bit of a bump compared to some of the other roster because of her UFC background. But that spear was savage. <laughs> I loved it. it. It was. She. I don't think she even sold it. It was just that bigger spear that it completely annihilated her. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's a real compliment. I think that Ronda just can take these hits, um, so it looks great. <clears throat> yeah, there were some really good spots on it. Like I said, there was the, there was a couple of Piper's pits. There was a natural selection in the match, which Ronda kicked out of. Um, you know, could have used that at the end, or thought I would have think would have been a bit more of an appropriate time to use it. But yeah, it, the match itself was good. I just think after the Seth Cody match as well, it was positioned where it was almost like a cool off match. Maybe between on the two main Maybe between Seth that. and then Austin. Um, whereas I thought going into it, it might even be the main event. Um, yeah. And it ended up not being. Um, I think this, if you'd have put this on maybe like first or something like that, instead, and, and then moved, swapped that with like where the Usos match was, maybe it would have gone down a bit better with the crowd. Yeah. I don't know. Like it was, it was fine. Um, that's all I really got to say about it. Yeah. I, yeah, I like the, um, the ref <laughs> taking the spear, but yeah. Not one of the best matches of the night. I like the way that your favourite bit was someone not in the match taking a move. <laughs> the yeah, referee pro- getting speed was, was the best bit. bit of the match. Yeah, that's a shame. Anyway, let's move on to something very, very positive, shall we? Yes. So, 
I was a bit puzzled here because there was still like over half an hour of the show left. And I thought, okay, so we're getting, I thought we were going to get the New Day match here, which obviously just didn't happen. And then we would get KO and Austin at the end. And they were like, no, the KO show's up next. And I was like, hang on, there's like 40 minutes to go. Like, how can the KO show be on now? Can't be that long a segment. And then when that, that was the giveaway that we're getting more than just the chat show here. Um, because when you when you don't watch live, you can see how long of the shows left, can't you? That's yeah. that's the thing. Um, so Ko comes out, he's getting booed uh, a lot. He he cuts a quite a long promo at the start on his own, just running down, just Texas. riling the crowd up, wasn't it? Yeah, just, just getting just them winding really them up, showing. just getting them ready, uh, and then makes it. You know, at the start, he's just talking about Texas in general. Then he makes it personal to Stone Cold, and then when he starts making it personal to Stone Cold, that's when the glass shatters and he comes down. <laughs> And the crowd just went absolutely yeah, mental. Yeah, absolutely chaos. He took his it? time uh, on the ramp. And then he, then he went to the back. And I wonder what he was doing. Because KO was like laughing. Like, what's this guy doing? And I thought he was just going to come down in his ring gear. That's yeah. what I thought he was going to do. I yeah, thought he was going to take his too. top off. Come out with his top off. And like, just be like, I'm not chatting. Like, let's have a fight. Didn't do that. Goes and gets a quad bike or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, drives down. Um goes around the crowd again that's as as you'd expect yeah selling selling himself to the crowd that's what the crowd wanted didn't they i mean you've been waiting for stone cold for this long um yeah. you want him to sell this sort of stuff um, then yeah and then he came in and he, he started throwing the set around the signs and then owens was like this is my show you know i thought he was going to hit owens on the head with one of the signs for a while yeah it looked like he was going to didn't it and then he just chucked it out of the ring um eventually they got they sit down Austin hadn't even said a word at this point, and I was already so into it. Like, it was so good. Yeah. And then Austin just, uh, you know, he starts talking. He's playing to the crowd. They have a little back and forth. Yeah. What? The, the what chants come what? out. Um, <laughs> you know, he starts calling him a son of a bitch and all that kind of stuff, normal <laughs> stuff. And then Owens challenges into a match. Um, and then, you know, basically Austin doesn't say anything to start with. And then he says, you know, it'll be a no holds barred match as well and then austin goes who wants to see me beat up this sack of shit or something <laughs> which yeah it was quite a hell yeah it's really yeah. got the old crowd and then he got the hell yeah going and the crowd was just again nuts by this point and so yeah we actually got stone cold steve austin officially come out of retirement here for one last match in dallas in his home incredible state. and didn't he look good and it, yeah, I, I was expecting because they said no holds barred. I was like, okay, he's gonna he's gonna hit a few punches, maybe have a little broad around win. He's gonna get a table out. He's gonna stun a KO, and he's gonna like fly into the, through the table or something, and then that'll be it. <laughs> um, but we got a whole lot more than that, and he took some big bumps in this match. Like I was not expecting him to get suplexed. Uh, on the concrete. On the concrete. Yeah. In the crowd. <laughs> in the I, was crowd. Like, I was like, oh my God, I hope his neck's okay. But the ref did check on him quickly because they used to just like yeah. checking. KO's him. such a talented wrestler, though, that he, he definitely would have protected him properly. Yeah. Um, and, and for Stone Cold to have that trust in him is unbelievable. Yeah. Like, and he suplexed him back as well uh, yeah. on the stage. On, yeah, um, too. He did too, didn't he? Yeah. So he, he went for it and the punches look smooth. Yeah, uh, the stomps were cool. That was just really playing to the crowd, wasn't it? Yeah, just that was like his stuff. old, just his old style of moveset they used to do back in the day, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, it was and what I loved song. about this is between the moves, he was just getting cans. 
There's people yeah. just chucking him cans. Constant cans. Drinking on the job. Like, in his face. How cool is this? Like, it's just amazing. They have the sport I loved crowd. is actually the transition to the main stage where KO was trying to get on the ATV. The court yeah. ran away. And then <laughs> Owens... Uh, I thought they were going to go backstage. On. Sorry? I thought they were going to go backstage when they did that. I thought he was going to like smash through some glass or something. But I just thought yeah. it was really funny. Just the fact that he drove off with him up to the top of the stage. Yeah, it was... It was uh, <laughs> It was so cool, like just seeing Austin wrestle, um, and the crowd actually hit him with a stunner, which was um, yeah. I did not expect that. I'm glad he kind of put he did kind of put Owens over a little bit here. Like obviously Austin won the match, as you'd expect, but like yeah, he let Owens get his bits in, didn't he? Really? Yeah, yeah. Which was great. Um, yeah, they were just a, just a brawling. Like Austin went into the ring post at one point, then a table yeah. came out. Um, which Owens went for, not Austin. Owens but, was selling these moves. He, yeah, he, yeah. He's, just, he's just unbelievably good. And um, for him to main event, main event is so cool for him. Like, yeah, yeah, massive moment. I feel like him and him and Rollins, we've been praising them for months on their, on the selling of these matches and building yeah. up and, 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 and their they work together. Had, and they both had mania moments where, okay, they come huge. out on the losing side of it. They look incredible. But we're, yeah, but they, they, they were in huge moments here. And, they, yeah. and I think props to them they, they they sold both of them were amazing in, in the opposite the opponent of it if you know what i mean i loved both um, of them absolutely loved both of them and then inevitably stone cold hits the stunner yeah on two three yeah and, and i loved i loved this finish because i mean gets a steel chair and i've not seen it before well i yeah. probably have seen it before but it's not very often where owens wants to swing the chair at austin austin moves he hits the ropes and the uh the chair ricochets and hits Owens in the head. <laughs> um, and that kind of just, you know, confuses him, dazes Stunned him. him yeah. And then that's when uh, Austin's hit the, hits the stunner and he, and he puts the one, two, three. Just a really, really good, um, feel-good thing for the Dallas crowd. Perfect way to close WrestleMania. Um, yeah, and I was just surprised, again, at how much offense there was here. Like, even Stone Cold launched Owens off the barricade onto the commentary table at one point and stuff yeah. like that. Just we wasn't expecting this. It was a um, and then, match, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a proper match. And then hits the one two, yeah, hits the stunner, the one two three, and then after hits another stunner, and yeah. then even gets Byron Saxton involved. That was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> so, Saxton was like, "Yeah, this is my dream. Get the share of beer with Stone Cold, and then get stunned." He, he sold that. that. Yeah, he amazing. All over the ring. That was like he, the rock style. It was. It was a great sell. I put it was an amazing sell by Byron. Fair play to him. Yeah, um, fair play to him for that sell. Yeah, and then lots of beer was drank, wasn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, Texas was covered. His, his brother even got in the ring at the end. I was yeah, like, who's this cool. guy? I, was, I, didn't, a beer. I thought he does look a bit like Stone Cold, to be fair. So I wasn't surprised when they said it was his brother. I thought he was going to stun him at first. I was like, he's going to everyone. Stun Start inviting the cameraman in. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just a perfect way to end the show um, with an Austin match. Um, and yeah, like I said, the second half of this show was amazing. What an incredible night, really? to be honest. The whole thing was just so good overall. Yeah, and it didn't really too long. That's it. why I like it being two nights because if you'd have had seven hours here and we had, say, you know, the Diomos Lashley match here, the New Day match, the yeah, if, all the matches that are taking place tonight, add them onto this show. By the end, I'd have been like a bit bored, I think, you know. Whereas this, it was still long. It was like four hours, but it didn't feel like four hours, especially not watching it live because we could skip the recap packages and and that stuff, <laughs> which helps take some time out but yeah really enjoyed it and i'm Fantastic. excited and i can't I'm wait for night two 
Yeah, I'm really Can't excited wait for night two. Brock and Roman, I'm just hyped for that. Um, yeah, just want to find AJ out Styles and there. Edge, I'm so hyped for that match. I think that's going to be incredible. Um, there's so many other. I mean, the tag team triple threat match, I think, could be great. Yeah. Um, th- those three mainly in particular, I think, tonight are the ones I'm looking forward to, probably. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm really looking forward to, but I'm interested to see what they do with Lashley and Omos. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking Lashley forward to, to Pat and uh, and Austin Theory. Actually, I'm looking oh, forward yeah. to that. Yeah. I, I think that's going to be. I really keep forgetting good. about these matches because yeah. like, there's so many. I forget who, what, who's doing what. But yeah, that's going to be great. Yeah, I think that's. Um, I've got a feeling that's going to be really, really good. Um, but yeah, so just overall thoughts on the show. Yeah, one of the best nights of since we've gone to two night WrestleMania. I remember night one last year. Everyone said it was good. I think this one was better than night one last year. Yeah, um, night la- night one last year had. The great Sasha Banks Bianca Belair match had a couple of other good matches, but this had everything was pretty good, I think. Yeah. Other than maybe the opener was a little bit flat, but yeah, really, really good overall. No, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, it had had everything, didn't it? You had suspense, had surprise surprises, I suppose, with Cody. Yeah. Um, was just huge. Stone Cold actually wrestling, although we all thought it, we actually got it and it, it oversold. Yeah, massively. both those things we thought were coming, but when they actually happened was still surprising, which is I, yeah, I think that's great. It's great, isn't it? Yeah, that's exactly um, what we want from wrestling. And yeah, I absolutely loved it and I can't wait for night two. Yeah, same here. So I think we've, we've covered everything really there yeah. um, in a decent amount of time. Obviously, we'll be back to cover night two. Um, Keep an eye out on our YouTube and usual podcast areas for those. Yes, exactly. So we will be back to talk about the, the biggest WrestleMania match of all time, Roman Reigns v. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> um, I don't like the taglines, but yeah, I mean, let's hope it delivers. Um, but yeah, so keep an eye on, our, on that. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Recharge Wrestle. Um, give us a like and subscribe please on the youtube channel if you're watching or if not check us out please recharge search recharge wrestling yeah i really appreciate you listening yeah and we're really excited i hope you've enjoyed mania and everything that's gone on around it yeah um we haven't met just about nxt standard deliver we haven't done a pod for that because it's just hard to fit too much going on there's too much going on (laughs) i will we will probably mention it at some point either on our weekly pod or on the night two pod from mania when we've all had a chance i mean i've watched it but not everyone's had a chance to watch it fully because there's so much going on so once we've done that we will mention nxt stand and deliver as well and talk about that but yeah excited to talk about night two and uh we'll see you tomorrow brilliant thanks guys bye 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 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. 